1: Dr. Darrow is a medical doctor, board-certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches about the use of prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells. Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. Now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co-host, Nita Valens.
2: Hi there, Dr. Darrow.
3: Hello, Nita Valens. How are you today?
2: I'm great. How are you? I'm living it up. Yay. Yay. Well, another, we want, we want another all of gorgeous,
3: our... Another gorgeous day in paradise.
2: Well, always, always. And uh, we are in paradise, that's for sure. And we want everybody else to feel like they're in paradise, our listeners. So you can call the show today, all hour long at 866-870-5752. And you get a free book just by doing so called Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy. Regenerate, Don't Operate is the byline. And it has 264 scientific studies, which Dr. Darrow is going to talk to you about in just a sec. I also invite you to look at the website, www.lastemcells.com. That's www.lastemcells.com, where you can email Dr. Darrow off of every page on the site and watch him performing the regenerative treatments on videos. Very exciting stuff. What do you think?
3: I love it. How about you, Nita?
2: I love it, too.
3: All right. So um, I can go right to a question here until we get some callers. I would love you to call up and talk to me. It makes Nita and I, um, it kind of stumps us all the time when we hear new things from from new people calling in or patients who have called in before to give their experience of what it's like to heal. You're creaky, Nita. uh, What it's like to heal Um, using simple injections of cells from your body called PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, or using your bone marrow to get uh, platelets and stem cells at the same time. And um, I've been doing this kind of work, my God, since the late 90s. And at the time, um, I wasn't very well liked in the orthopedic community. Now the orthos are starting to do it, finally. That's been, what, 20, almost 25 years. So medicine takes a long time often for things to catch up with the reality of what's working because of heavy tradition in medicine, which is kind of sad because there's so many things that can help us that um, are not able to be used. But then down the road, um, then they pick up and um, then they start being used. And then we look back and go, why couldn't we do that before? it's because most doctors are afraid for many reasons medical board afraid of not getting referrals so they want to stick to what the standard is and um a little story a good friend of mine joe weeder um is sort of the father of bodybuilding and um he used to have he used to own magazines about muscles and weightlifting and all that kind of stuff but back a long time ago, he owned Schiff Vitamins, and he was sued by the FDA that he was not allowed to to sell vitamins. Now, I don't know how many wow. of you out there take vitamins. Yeah, all day. Yeah, all day. Um, all day is right. Um, I take probably about... 30 or 35 pills a day, different things that I think are really important. Obviously things like vitamin D and um, I take a lot of extravagant kind of things for brain health and obviously B vitamins. Um, But I can go on and on about what that is. Um, In today's world, there's a lot of things that we know help us stay healthy and keep us away from virus and other things. But at the time, That wasn't really known that well. So he was sued, and he won, thank goodness, because he kind of opened the door for all of us to be doing this. I don't know what it was specifically they sued him about. I'm not privy to that lawsuit, but um, it was a good thing for all of us. But um, my point is things change very slowly in medicine. And Nita, you are really loud today. I'm going to have to. Turn I was your mic
2: reaching off. for a tissue, so. Um. <laughs> your,
3: your wheels are creaky.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're going to have to give your wheels a treatment of regenerative medicine. I not
2: I'm not even 55 years old yet. I don't know why. <laughs> You don't hey, have to even to ask laugh. me any. You don't even ask have to ask me riddles today because we can no. just laugh about how I sound.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to hit you. I think I'll hit you right now anyway. Why couldn't the pirate learn from the alphabet? Because he got lost at sea.
2: Oh, I was going to say he had a patch on both eyes. That would work. That would work.
3: That's good. You're getting smarter every day.
2: I try. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, I'll give you one more. What did the ocean say to the shore?
2: Move over here. I flow.
3: Kind of. Nothing. It waved.
2: <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good that one. Is
3: a, that is a good one. You know, my patients send me um, jokes all the time, and I love them. And in the office, they, they all tell me their jokes, and it keeps the mood very light because a lot of people come in pretty depressed. Um, but any rate – Um, This is a type of practice that I started a long, long, long time ago, and um, now it seems finally, you know, I've been teaching it at UCLA for about 20 years, and um, finally it's becoming more of the forefront of healing and musculoskeletal medicine, and um, when orthopedic surgeons are starting to do it, then you know the whole world is starting to do it, and there's courses given all over the world on regenerative medicine using PRP which is platelet rich plasma and stem cells and I do have a question here that I think is a really important one that that came in okay. my web my website by the way is www.lastemcells.com la stemcells.com and there's a spot on every page to email me And I get emails all day and all night from really all over the world, which I love answering and helping educate people. But right now you can call me and talk to me and ask about this stuff at 800-300-9300. That's my office, actually. Uh, You can call there, other people there, 800-300-9300. But to talk to me right now live and get a free curbside consult, if you're having any kind of musculoskeletal pain, anything, from really the back of the head, down the neck, the spine, low back. A lot of people have low back and neck pain, shoulders, elbows, wrist, finger arthritis, knee arthritis, knee, a lot of knees. Boy, we get tons of knees. And unfortunately, a lot of knee problems with arthritis come from people being overweight. Every pound extra on the tummy is five pounds biomechanically on the knees. So if you're 50 pounds extra... Anita, how much is that? 200 Times pounds five. extra on your knees. 250.
2: Oh, oh, I thought you said four. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> it could be. Who, oh, who my cares? dear, I'm
2: flunking math today. This is not good. <laughs> and you're
3: flunking jokeology.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that, jokeology. That's good. I'm going to yeah. use that.
3: How did the barber win the race? He knew a shortcut.
2: Oh. <laughs> Oh, God, I love these. That's hilarious.
3: Anyway, so one of these questions that came in through the website is, um, lower back pain has been a problem since 2012. have had the following procedures. Spinal fusion, that means that there's metal or bone taken from the back of the pelvis, put around the spine to fuse it so it doesn't move. At L4-5, And I won't say the doctor's name because he's actually a very good surgeon. I don't want to make this sound bad against him because it's not. It's just what happened. Uh, And by the way, I am not against surgery, and I'm not against surgeons. It's just that it's being overused for, for things that don't need it. And very often we can heal people when they come in and say they've got to have a surgery, and I examine them. By the way, I do that by touching people, moving them around. Typically, surgeons do not even touch the body. Some do, most don't, and they just look at an MRI and then decide to operate, which is not a good idea. And then a cervical spine surgery, that's the neck, uh, by another doctor who I won't mention his name because he's a great doc. And then the next year, lumbar spine surgery, that's again the low back, Um, spinal stimulator implant, that was about, uh, let's see, four years later, I won't mention that doctor's name. Spinal stimulator implant means that something is actually, wires are put into the back or the neck um, with something that either creates an energy source or a drug source. Uh, and I don't see them working. I know they've got to be working on somebody because they couldn't keep doing them, but the failure rate is huge and people get infections from them and all that. I get people in all the time who have had them and had to have them taken out because they just didn't do anything. And let's see. The result of all the above is I'm much worse now than when I started in my back surgery, and and the pain is ruling my life. It's terrible. When deciding what to do, I have to ask myself if I will have to walk or stand. If so, I don't do it, meaning that the person has so much pain they can't figure out what to do. I have no pain when I sit. That's great but increasing pain when I stand or walk. After all the spine surgeries, I decided on two things. No more operations and no more opioids for pain. That's narcotics. And unfortunately, people get started on narcotics for their pain after surgeries, and then they become addicted and cannot get off of them. That's a terrible situation too. Uh, First thing I do with people on narcotics is I wean them off. We get them off of them, and then they find out, When they're off the narcotics, their pain starts going away because the narcotics cause a lot of problems. Very constipating. They uh, give people imbalance. They upregulate the pain receptors so you need more and more, and then they really stop working. But the person's life is kind of over at that point once they're drugged like that. They can't work. They can't do anything. That's when I decided to try the spinal stimulator, which has provided absolutely no improvement in the pain. I'm hoping you can fully provide some relief, and I've recently started physical therapy to help with my posture and balance. Okay. So here we have a person whose life has been dominated since a surgery, three surgeries actually, on the spine, two on the low back, one on the neck, and um, then a spinal cord stimulator. And none of that worked. Now, I have had, I don't know this person. You know, hopefully that person will come in to see me. And we can see what's going on. But very often, when I get people who have had surgeries, I find out that the surgery um, not only obviously wasn't good, it was a failed surgery, but the person never needed the surgery because I touched the area where the pain is coming from, and the person says, ouch. And it wasn't the area where the surgery was done. So, you know, I'm going to say this to doctors, I'm going to say this to the patients, I'm going to say this to everybody. Make sure before you have a surgery or do a surgery that you check out a doctor who touches the body to find out where the pain is coming from because a lot of pain comes from areas that surgery does nothing for. And if someone has an MRI that shows, let's say, a herniated disc and the person has pain in their back or neck, that is a key to the doctor to do a surgery. When it's not the reason to do a surgery, it may just be the ligaments that are sprained. And I know this sounds very basic and can't be correct. I know that because I spend sometimes hours with patients and their families educating them to this, and they don't get it. They go, well, I've seen three neurosurgeons, orthopedic surgeons, and they say, they all say, I need surgery, so I know I need surgery. And then guess what? We do PRP or bone marrow stem cell PRP and get rid of the pain. And that's simple. That's walking into my office, getting a quick procedure, some injections, and walking out, no hospitalization. And I'm not saying that my treatment is a panacea for every medical condition. It definitely is not. We have to find the proper candidates for this. And the good news is if you are a proper candidate for this, it's a simple procedure to do. So be careful. That's all I can tell you. Be careful before you jump into a surgery. Once, I always say this to patients. Once the knife comes in, you can't really take it out. The damage can be done. And there are many, many times when surgery is needed. I'm not saying you can't do surgery. There are times when it's needed. But most of the people that come to see me do not need a surgery to heal. So that's it.
2: Okay. Do you want to give the phone number?
3: I would love it. Please call me right now at uh, the studio at 866-870-5752, 866-870-5752. I would love to talk to you about your musculoskeletal pain, meniscal tears in the knee, rotator cuff tears in the shoulder, labral tears, uh, you know, can be in the hips and the shoulders typically. Um, I personally have uh, two rotator cuff tears in my right shoulder. One is in the subscapularis tendon. One is in the supraspinatus tendon. And the supraspinatus tendon is the most common tear in the shoulder. Sometimes people just have a tendonitis, and uh, they'll get a surgery for that when it's not necessary. As everybody who knows me, has uh, listened to the show, knows, I had a shoulder surgery when I was in medical school that totally jacked my shoulder. Um, It was the greatest learning experience of my medical life because at that point I knew surgery was the wrong thing for me. Unfortunately, it was too late. It's hard to close the barn door when the horses are out. You know, it doesn't do any good. But the good news was it, it drove me to find something else to heal with, and then I discovered regenerative medicine. I injected my own shoulder, and it was healed the next day. And that was after, let's see, the surgery was about uh, 1997 or something like that. Was it that late? No, it was earlier. About 1994, that's when it was, 1994, I think, when I was doing orthopedic surgery and medical school rotation. That's right, 1994. And then it was about 19, when would that be? Just a few years later, I learned about this at a conference. And... Um, at the time, I had wrist pain, so um, my wrist was injected. It was injured from a golf injury hitting the ground, and it healed about 50% the next day, and then I injected it myself three or four or five times more. I, couldn't, I don't remember how long it was, and uh, completely healed it up, and then I was ready to tackle my shoulder, and that healed overnight 100%. So it woke me up that there is something else besides surgery, although I love Doing orthopedic surgery, it is so much fun. As this will make Nita laugh whenever I say it. It's a guy thing.
2: It's a guy thing, but yeah. there are women surgeons. We, we oh, do yeah. have to pay homage to women surgeons. Yes, yes,
3: yes. More and more female orthopedic surgeons today. Thank goodness. <clears throat> um, at any rate, um, it's been a great thing for me. If you're the right candidate. It's going to be a great thing for you, and it'll save you from having an unnecessary surgery. That's a good thing. Why get a surgery when you don't need to? All right. Need anything to tell us? Yes, you do. See, as soon as I ask, I get the answer. Yes. At the office, we are also doing something called the vampire facelift, which is injecting the same cells, platelets or stem cells, into the face and regrowing the collagen. People look good afterwards. As many men as women do this, believe it or not, and the other thing is we do hair restoration for people that are losing their hair. We put these cells into the scalp, and it starts to regenerate the hair. So that's a great thing for people, too. So I'm looking at something that I wish you could see. It's um, photographs of x-rays after a, um, a after a surgery, which was needed. And I'm going to just read this to you to see what was happening. Um let me start at the beginning of this email that came to me. Um, he says his name, and he says, I'm 40 years old. A little more than a year ago, I suffered a bilateral calcaneus fracture that required surgery. That's the heel bone, calcaneus. I was out of work for almost a year afterwards, but I'm now back. My job requires me to be on my feet pretty much all day, and there's a lot of walking involved. It always hurts, but sometimes it becomes too painful to be on my feet at all. My doctor says my injury has severely damaged the cartilage in my joint, in my heel and ankle, and there's not a lot to be done outside of an ankle fusion in the future. Anyway, I heard about you and thought maybe this could help me. I've had several friends go to you and have had amazing success. I'd be interested in more information about the treatment process and if I might be a good candidate for it. Please contact me if there's any more information in order to evaluate my situation further. So the, f- the first answer I give is information is not going to help me. I need to touch the heels, touch the feet, and see where that pain is coming from and see if I can help. Most likely from this email, I can say that I could probably help because if a doctor says that the joints are worn down, the cartilage is worn down, and they want to do a joint, a fusion, which is they don't work out too well, uh, from what I've seen. People don't like them afterwards. Once the once the um, ankle is fused, it's very difficult to walk on. Um, so I, I wrote back to this gentleman, and then um, he sent me X-rays of his ankle after the surgery, which looks like a really good surgery. There's I'm counting here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight screws that were put in to hold the bones together and some metal to help it. So that's a good surgery, okay? And I'm looking also, and it looks like there's pretty good cartilage in there between the joints. So um, because there's pain doesn't mean you need an ankle fusion, okay? And then he writes back to me after I write to him, He says, thank you for your quick response. I did suffer a fall of about 20 feet from a ladder. And watch out, people. Ladders are just so dangerous. I get so many people, so many patients who have fallen off ladders. Uh, A lot of people get paralyzed when they fall from a ladder, Uh, broken necks, you name it. Um, He says, I have screws in my heel, which I read about to you. I saw them on the x-rays. Although I may be having these removed soon, depending on if the insurance approves the procedure, my range of motion is pretty good, especially up and down, side to side, not that great. Right side is much worse than left, which did not need surgery. Okay, so this is, these x-rays are just of his right foot and he didn't send any to the left because he never had the surgery. I think this guy is going to be in pretty good shape if we can get a hold of him to do regenerative medicine. I really do. I can't promise because I have to examine the area first and see where the pain is coming from. But from what I'm reading here, he would be an excellent candidate for regenerative medicine. Um, With something like this, we'd probably want to use platelets and stem cells together from the bone marrow. And that procedure, once I numb up the area on the back of the pelvis, um, it takes literally about 15 seconds to draw out the bone marrow and then... um, we can inject it right then. So it's a pretty quick procedure.
2: Okay. So where do people call to talk to you?
3: Very simple, right at the studio right now, 866-870-572. Please call me now at 866-870-5752. I would love to talk to you. And if you want to just call the office and get more detailed information about these procedures of stem cells and platelets, You can call 800-300-9300, 800-300-9300. And to read about this and to see videos of me doing the procedures, go to my website, www.lastemcells.com, lastemcells.com. And you can email me from every single page there. Hey, we haven't said hi to Warren Eckstein, the pet show guy. Hi, Warren. We love your show.
2: We do. You can hear Warren 11 to 1 every Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday. He takes calls the whole time, and he gives lots of cool stuff away to his listeners and callers. So you want to really catch that. Okay, and so I
3: have got. I have another important email that, that just came in, if you don't mind me cutting it oh, off. Oh, let's do it. Let's being do a, it. Being the male chauvinist pig that I used to be, now they don't use that term. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the new term is, but... But I spent a lot of time in Berkeley for school, and that was the term then.
2: <laughs> oh, no. I think that you get excited and you, and you want to just talk. I don't take it personally. It's no you're big a, deal.
3: You're a good one, Nita. We love you. Um, so this person says, I had surgery to move 50% of my meniscus in November, and I'm still having more pain than I did before the surgery. Duh. Why would somebody take out 50% of a meniscus? It's like a cushion between the bones and the knee. I don't get it. Um, I've had two blood clots in the back of my knee now. Uh, That's another one. And the middle of my knee is killing me. I don't know if the doctor did me right or not. I was taking medications for inflammation that seemed to help, but now I'm on blood thinners and I can't take um, the medications for inflammation. I guess he's talking about what we call NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. That's right, because they do thin the blood. Um, so hang with us. We're going to the break. Call me when you get back from the break, 866-870-5752. Or in the meantime, go to the website, www.lastemcells.com, and you can watch me do these procedures Yay. videos.
2: And you're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens. And grab a pencil, write down this information, and we'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow.